we're going to dive into today's episode. And I'm pumped about my guest today. He is going to bring not only so much fire, but some real practical tools on how you can step into the more for your life. This guy's got an incredible transformation story of how he's gotten off the sideline himself, stepped up to his starting line, but not just started. He's been a finisher. And that's the part of the topic we're going to talk about today. My man, Brian Mark is really an inspiration to me. We actually had Cole on our podcast pretty recently as well. You have to meet his business partner, but they run a massive business coaching company for other fit pros. People like me who run health coaching companies help us a lot. I actually pay them. I don't know if Cole, I don't even know if he knew that when I, when I got him on the podcast. <laughs> I talk to Caleb about you all the time. I was like, I don't know if you know this, but I actually pay you guys to coach me. But they have an incredible business coaching program, but it's more than that. It's very heavy mindset. It's life coaching for these people, helping them become the business owner they need to be. He also runs a, a massive gym in Canada, travels and speaks the world. This dude is just life-changing, very motivational. So please help me welcome in your car, in your treadmill, in your house with a round of applause, Mr. Brian Mark. Brian, it is good to have you here. Say what up to what, the people. Bro, that was the best intro anyone's ever done for me ever in the history of my life. That was really good. I'm like, I'm anxious to meet myself. Man, I sound pretty cool. Thank you so much us, for having yeah. me. I, Give us yeah, just a little rundown I, of who you are. Yeah, cool. So Again, Cole basically briefed, but I will, I'll start with the, you know, where I'm at and then I'll take you back to where it began. And then I want to get into value for you. So just for the audience that doesn't know who I am. So hi, everyone. My name hi. is Brian Mark. I run a business coaching company that has 1500 active clients. We've got 130 students in our mastermind. We've got 10 students over our pre-program and we've got 1400 students in the Change Jobs Academy. We are the number one business coaching program for online fitness coaches. And that has been a dream of mine for the last five years since I started business coaching. Anything that I do, I try to be the very best in the space. And so that's where I'm at right now. That's what I'm doing with my life. I'm also a gym owner, a husband, a father, and, and I really like working out. My story on how I got started is, you know, at 23 years old, I basically came into this like place where I was, didn't really know what I was doing with my life. I was partying and drinking, turned into like a heavy addiction, and I almost lost my life. And nine years ago, 10 years ago, when that happened, I basically realized if I don't do something now, I'm going to either end up in jail or dead. So I started working out, started exercising, started taking care of my health and my body through taking care of my health and my body and like challenging myself to do more and more like going for runs and going to the gym and exercising. I turned my life around. Once I turned my life around, I started doing more stuff with business and, you know, fast forward today and here I am. So I know a lot about adversity. I also know a lot about success and I'm excited to serve today. Just crushing it. See, I missed some good stuff too. I forgot to tell you that this guy's not only an incredible husband, but also is in incredible shape. So the stuff we talk about finding success in every area, this guy embodies it. You know, financially in his money, relationally yeah. in his marriage, his mindset, his body, like this guy lives true success. You know, I believe success is not singular. It's not just in one area. I can't be, you know, a multimillionaire, but have a broke body or a broke marriage. Like that's not success. Yeah. So this guy, the stuff he comes from is not you know, an all in all out mentality. It's someone who I wouldn't say finds balance because I don't think that's real, but someone who finds mm. success in all areas, yeah. even though he's going all in on a certain area. That's a good point. I want to touch on that for a second before we yeah. get into it, because uh -huh. I think that like that is a conscious creation. Like when, as I'm achieving more success in my business, I'm not like, oh, I'm like, because I'm making more money, I can skip the gym. It's like, no, I wake up at 3.30 in the morning, every single morning. And I work on my mind and my body for two hours before I even look at my phone. Right. And then I work for like eight, 10 hours every single day. And then I always finish at a certain time so that I get to spend that two to three hours with my wife and we're super present, more intentional. And so I think that it's like you design that. And I think the way that you do something is the way that you do everything. And so again, it's like if you're 
super wealthy, but you're, you know, you're struggling with your weight and your marriage is in shambles. I'm like, that's not happiness. Like who are you going to spend the money on? Like who are you going to have fun with? Right. But like, if you're super jacked, but you haven't taken care of your money yet and you're like, it's all three of these things, health, wealth, and relationships are equally as important. And I think that the way that you do one thing is the way you do everything, which is why it's all encompassing, which is why I focus on. I love it. Let's dive into this topic that you and I talked a little bit about before the show. And it's this concept of two things. One, most people get stopped because they never start. And then two, the very few that do get started never actually finish. And that's what Mm. separates people from being elite. So break that, unpack that for me because you had some insight. Give me some Mm. thoughts on that. And then we can kind of jam on this subject of starting versus finishing. First of all, most people never start. Let's just start there. All right. Most people never start. Most people spend their entire life on the sidelines. Most people watch other people get success. They watch other people get jacked. They watch other people make money. And when they're watching all these things happen, it's almost like they write themselves off as like, it's not going to be possible for me. Or like, they're different than I am. And they have different circumstances than I do. So that's why I can't do it, but they can. And so I think that most people never start, right? Most, most people never get the like courage or the, the yeah. gut instinct or the intuition to actually make the first step. Right. And then unfortunately, a lot of the people that do start never finish. I'm pretty sure you know this, but 87% of people that start New Year's resolutions fail after month one, wow. 87%. And that just goes to show you something about how our society functions as a whole. Because starting like, let's, okay, starting isn't easy, right? It's not easy to like, you know, hire a fitness coach, put your running shoes on, start going to the gym. It's not easy to start. It's even harder to finish. And so, so many people, the first hump that we need to get over, and we can dive into the psychology of both of these. Sure. The first hump that you need to get over is like having the courage to start. And then the next thing that you need to get over is having the courage to finish. And this over here requires so much more than just the instinct to start, if that makes sense. No, it makes total sense. What would you say for you is the best advice you give to people that are struggling getting started? Is there a mindset? Is there a hack around that? Or is it just like, put your big boy pants on and let's go? I always think about the alternative. And so my answer is like, what's the alternative? So let's say you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking about starting your fitness journey. You're thinking about getting started. You're thinking about actually taking your fitness journey seriously and hiring a coach. And you're thinking about starting, but you haven't made the commitment. So I always go, what's the alternative? And what's the alternative is like, let's say I continue down the path that I'm currently walking right now. And I go another year, three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years. Where am I going to be in 20 years if I keep walking down the exact same path that I'm walking down? So I always like to consider the alternative. Oh, actually like make it super painful. And so with business, This is how I started my business because I was bartending. I was working a nine to five that I did not like. I was making barely enough money to pay my bills and like save a little bit of cash. And while I was bartending, I kept thinking about starting my online business. And then I started seeing the alternative. And the alternative for me was I had a restaurant manager that was 50 to 60 years old, was struggling with his weight, was incredibly unhappy. And I was working at the bar and I'm like, that's the alternative. Like if I don't change my life and change my situation, like that's where I'm going to be at 40. And is that reality that I'm willing to accept? And when the answer was no, I was like, oh, I have to start. Like, it's like starting is no longer a question. It's like a necessity because I don't want to end up yeah. like this person. I don't want to end up like my parents. I don't want to end up like that person that I see that's overweight, that's struggling, that like can't yeah. get out of bed. Like, I don't want to be that person. And so starting is necessary so I don't end up, right? Yeah, no, I think that's so good. I'm a firm believer that the reason why most people don't take action or don't change is it doesn't hurt bad enough. Like until Mm. your situation hurts bad enough that it hurts more than the actual change itself, you're not going to change. 
And I think mm. what you're doing there is you're visually putting yourself in a place down the road where it's way more painful and you mm. feel that time that accelerates the pain you feel now. And it gets you to a place of like, well, I don't want that. I need to change now. And I think for people that are listening, if you're in a place where it's like, ah, I kind of want to change. I just, I don't know. Like, I just haven't been motivated to do it. Like do exactly what Brian just said and think about what's it look like 10 years down the road when you're still in the same situation and you've either stayed the same or gone backwards. And how bad does that really hurt? Is that the life you want? For me, visualizing that thing puts me in a pain state now of like, no chance I'm staying like this. I got to act. I think, mm. I think that's, that's wisdom. How would you say for the people that go over the hurdle of starting, how do you continue that or what you called finishing? Like what's the second hurdle there? Oh, bro. Finishing is so much harder than starting. Like all of you could start right now. Here's how you start. So if you're trying to start a weight loss journey, go to the door, put on your running shoes, and then walk around the block for 30 minutes. You just started. All of you can start right now. If you're trying to start a business, go on social media, make a post that you're now accepting clients and that you're interested in working with some people for free to collect transformations. Right. That's how you start. Everybody on the planet can start today. It's that easy. And I think that we live in a society where starting is almost so popular that everybody wants to do it. I want to be an entrepreneur. I'm starting this weight loss journey. I'm starting keto. I'm starting intermittent fasting. I'm starting 75 hard. I'm starting, 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 starting. Like I almost think that it's like, it's like become cliche to start, right? Everybody likes to start because here's what happens when you start. What happens when you start is you get to tell people that you started. Yep. Bro, I started this weight loss journey. I just started, I just hired this coach. I started this weight loss journey. I put my running shoes on. I even went to the gym and then people start patting you on the back. Bro, that's so good that you're starting. You're doing such a good job for starting. Congratulations for starting. Oh, you're like, that's so cool that you're like starting. And that when you tell people that you're starting, oh, I'm starting this business. You know, I've made a couple sales. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. That validation feels so good, right? Yeah. When you tell people that you're doing uh -huh. something and they validate you for it, yeah. it feels so good. It like feels empowering. It feels like you want to keep talking. But most people, all they do is talk. Mm -hmm. They just talk. I'm starting this business. I'm starting my weight loss journey. I'm starting to lose weight. I'm starting to see transformation. I'm starting this, starting that, starting this. And because you're just talking and you're just getting validation and it feels so good, all you want to do is keep talking. But here's what's happening at the exact same time. When you get validation for something that you haven't actually done yet, that validation feels significantly better than it does to be underneath 225 pounds at the gym squatting. It feels significantly better to tell somebody that you've been squatting than it does to be crushed underneath the bar while doing heavy squats. Mm. It feels significantly better. And so, so many people, what they do is they tell everyone that they're starting and yeah. in the process of doing so, get validation for a project they haven't completed. Wow. So when they go to put in the work to actually do what's necessary to transform their body, their mind, their life, they don't have any more juice because wow. they used all the juice Talking running their mouths and telling everyone that they were starting. Wow. Powerful. That's it. Man. Yeah. People are a lot more excited to talk about it than they are to be about it. And I think that's a, a major problem of, it's almost like Mike Tyson. Everybody's got a plan until they get hit in the mouth. Mm. The same thing is like, it sounds real fun to start a business until you're up all night working and you're broke for the first couple of months to build something or the mm. stress of managing employees. We were just talking about payroll before this too. Like when you get to the point where you've got more money than you ever used to make in your life in monthly payroll, like it starts to become a stressful thing and you got people dependent yeah. on you. That's not fun. It's real yeah, fun. But everybody likes I'm running my own business. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Running my own business. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a CEO. I am my own boss. I don't have a, somebody looking over my shoulder. Everybody wants that. Sure. Right. So what's the, you know, you had a, a great perspective on where you can put your mindset to start. What would you tell people who 
find themselves starting a lot, but not finishing or not continuing? This is like, I'm glad you asked this question and it goes deep. So there's a wide extension of answers. So the first thing is that if you have the habit of starting, but you don't know how to finish, you need to practice the art of getting validation from doing the work and not talking about the work. Right. So let's say you've got a fitness coach, right? And guys, if you're listening to this right now and you don't have a fitness coach, get a fitness coach. I have a fitness coach. I have a business coach. I have a YouTube mentor. I have a TikTok mentor. I have a mentor for literally everything. Get a mentor that has a game plan. So then you can just follow the game plan. So get a mentor, you know, tell them what your goal is and then tell maybe one or two of your best friends what your goal is. Put it on your phone background or your computer so that you can see it every day and you remember And then get your validation from doing your very best to put in the work to execute on that goal every single day. And the reason that this is challenging is because when it is, you know, nine o'clock at night and you're tired and you're hungry and you're out of macros and you're standing in front of the fridge and you're wondering if you should have a piece of pizza or a cupcake or five cookies, like you need to learn how to get the validation and get the pat on the back. Mm. I'm making the decision that's going to get you close to your goals. Like it needs to feel good to close the fridge and be like, nah, like I got goals. Like that needs to feel good. It needs to feel good when you get on the treadmill after your workout and you're already exhausted, whatever it is that you're doing on the, like that needs to feel good. Yeah. And you almost need to like trick your mind to get the validation from doing the work that's getting you close to your goals rather than the easy route, which is telling every single person that you want to lose weight. So you literally have to like stop yourself from telling everybody what you're doing on your fitness journey or your business journey or whatever, and you figure out what the game plan is and then get your validation from executing on that game plan. 100%. I had an episode a couple of weeks ago that the title was Stop Setting Goals, Start Setting Standards and getting mm. your validation and your win on this is who I am and this is what I do on a daily basis. And the action is the win, not the goal. And what happens mm. is when you do that, you reach the goal as a byproduct, but then you keep going because it was never about the goal. It was about who you became in the process and the standard. Yes, yes, that's 100%. yes. And so what you just said, I love that. That's character. So we talked about, that's like a mindset shift. I want to talk about character. Yep. If you are overweight right now, if you're broke right now, if you're struggling in your marriage right now and you're listening to this and this it's because it's true, you have to understand that the reason that you have these adversities in your life is because of your character. It's not because you're a bad person. It's not because like, and you shouldn't shame yourself because of this, but you need to understand that your decisions and your choices led you to be a certain type of person. And a certain type of person has a certain financial mindset. They have a certain way that they behave around food. They have a certain way that they uh, interact with the world. And they have a certain way that they approach all of their goals. This is your character. And so you literally need to change your character in order to be successful. Meaning this is something that I absolutely believe. Everybody always says it like, you should love yourself as you are. And I disagree because if I loved myself as I was when I was an addict, I never would have transformed my life. And I never would have taken a look in the mirror and being like, you're an idiot and you need to fucking change now. Yeah. So I think that changing your character and literally like becoming the person that is capable of being successful just by waking up is so important. And how do you do that? You need to look at yourself in the mirror and have an honest self-assessment on what your strengths and weaknesses are. And, you know, be grateful for your strengths and be like, I'm consistent and I have the instinct to work on my goals and I'm like starting and this is a good thing. But then have an honest self-assessment with what your weaknesses is. Like, I can't say no to fucking cookies. Sure. You know, every single time I make a promise to myself, I break it. Yeah. And I always start things and then I quit because it gets hard. You know, and I let other people's opinions in and I let other people's opinions about what I'm doing affect how I act. That's character. 
Yeah. Right. So we need to actually change our character. And so here's the action step is like, so let's say Cole, your goal is to lose 25 pounds and yeah. make an extra $10,000 and be happy in your relationships. Mm-hmm. If this is the goal, if this is the place that we want to get to, what you said is correct. And what you said is like, you need to set a standard. So if this is the goal and the place I want to get to, what type of person do I need to show up as in order to attain that goal? Yep. You know, somebody that's making $10,000 a month that's 20 pounds down. Is that the type of person that misses workouts? No. That's the type of person that never misses, you know, 20 pounds down, $10,000 richer every month and also relationships. Is that the type of person that gossips and talks negatively about other people? No, that's the type of person that lifts other people up. And so we need to be aware of when we're doing the thing that's actually taking us away from our goals. And we need to start practicing the opposite of doing that. How can I start lifting people up? How can I start practicing being happy for other people instead of being jealous or envious? How can I start being integral and intentional with everything that I do instead of pressing snooze because I didn't get enough sleep? Like what sort of character traits do I need to embody in order to become the person that is capable of achieving my goals? Dude, so good. And I'm semi-chuckling over here because you're saying what I've preached just in slightly different words. And it's cool to hear from a different perspective. And I think our audience probably needs to hear this on a daily basis. But there's a quote I say all the time that you do what you do because of what you think of you. Mm. Identity that you have, the beliefs that you have shape those behaviors. And for people Mm. wanting different results, they have to start with the root, not just fix the fruit of the action. They have to start with the root of the character, like you said, or identity. Mm. That's what shapes their actions over time. Most people just try to do a diet program, but never actually fix whatever thoughts and Mm. beliefs and character traits that were in there in the first place that caused the problem. And yes. that's why they never maintain the results. I want to hop on that. I want to jump on that thought train because that's like, you're trying to change something internal by working with something external, right? Like your belief systems, your habits, your rituals, like that shaped how you look right now. Yeah. Right. How you perceive yourself here. Funny story, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I don't know if you ever knew this, but when Arnold Schwarzenegger was a bodybuilder and he had an audition to be in a movie, I think it was Conan the Barbarian. Yes. He got an audition to be in Conan. And in order for Arnold to be in Conan the Barbarian, he was 245 pounds. He had just won the Olympia. Okay. And so in order for him to be in Conan, the director of Conan said, Arnold, you're too big. And if you want the role in Conan, you need to be 205 pounds when we start filming. And if you are not 205 pounds, meaning you're not 40 pounds down, when we start Conan, I have another guy in mind. And on the day that we start filming, if you're not 205 pounds, I'm replacing with the other guy. And so this is somebody, Arnold, he was a bodybuilder. Yeah. That's what he did. He won Mr. Olympia. And so he talks about what he did in order to drop 40 pounds in the 12 weeks so that he could take the role of Conan. And he said, I started going for runs, but not only did I start going for runs, I started identifying as a runner. Uh I started identifying as somebody who loves going for runs. I started identifying as somebody who enjoys going out and running and pushing myself and like challenging myself to go longer and harder and faster. And through learning how to, he literally changed his identity to a runner. And as a result of changing his identity, he started to love going for runs and it's everything associated with that. And then he ended up getting the role in Conan because he changed the internal in order to change the external. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode.
the outer world reflects the inner world. The roots reflect in the fruits. I think mm-hmm. these are all great ways of saying that, but it's powerful. Like I think most people don't embody this. They just, here's where I am. Here's where I want to be. How do I get there? When mm-hmm. it's really should be a step further of who do I need to become and let that who drive the do. And I think yeah. you're hitting that perfectly. If I change my identity and I identify as a runner, then I just act like a runner versus I'm trying to get in shape. No, I'm training because I'm a runner. That's another, mm-hmm. another thing we say a lot is trying versus training. Like how do I mm-hmm. shift my mindset of this is already who I am. So I train like it versus I'm trying to get in shape and I'm not there yet. Mm. You said how- something cool. I want to jump on again. You said, this is where I am. This is where I want to get to. How do I get there? And I want to add one more question. And that's who's the person going on the journey. Exactly. This is where I am. This is where I want to get to. How do I get there? And who's the person that I'm taking on the journey? Mm. I love Powerful. It. Yeah. We've got the shift. You need to learn how to stop fucking talking. Mm-hmm. Stop telling people your goals. Set your goals. This is another hack. Cool. That I hope that I can share. We're talking about finishing. So finishing implies that there's a destination that we're going. And I do believe in that. Like I believe that if for a man to be on purpose, for a man to have like to have direction and for a man to be in his masculine energy so that he becomes magnetic to opportunities so that he gets opportunities to speak on podcasts so that he gets, you know, women and he feels good and he feels powerful. And like when he's talking in sales conversations, people are magnetized towards him. For a man to do that, he needs to be in his masculine. And a man, his masculine is a man with a vision. And so vision for me is like, the number one thing. So we're talking about finishing in order to finish, you need to know where you're going. Like whenever we go into it, like if you were to enter a race, there'd be a finish line. We talk about the starting line. What's the finish line? The finish line is you and where you want to go with your life and the type of person that you want to be. When like you look back on the end of your life and you look back and you're like, this is how I showed up. So how do we get there? How do we get to our finish line? How do we figure out exactly who we want to be and who we want to become? We need to set a vision for ourselves. And so we talked about validation. We talked about character. Now I want to talk about vision. Okay. Vision and vision is every single day. Cool. I took my notes on my, literally on my iPhone and I wrote a list of three different areas, health, wealth, and relationships. Yeah. And I've got a vision for the next five years. I've also got a vision for the next six months. And this is my process for goal setting. Come on. So I take my vision for five years and I write down three different areas. I have four, actually, I recently added one health, wealth, relationships, and personal. So these Mm -hmm. are my four different areas, health, wealth, relationships, and personal. And so I set targets for all these areas. And so for my health goals, my health goals is to be a strong, powerful, aesthetic man. Like I want to have a chiseled physique. I want to be full of energy. I want to be full of passion. I want to be full of excitement. I want to wake up out of bed and feel energetic. And I want like, when people look at me, I want to command respect with the way that I look. And so I've got these health goals, wealth goals. How much money do I want to be making per year? How many clients do I have? How big is my business? What am I doing for speaking? So I set these wealth goals, relationships. What kind of father am I? What kind of, you know, do me and Kristen have kids? Like, what kind of relationship do we have? How passionate is it? So I set these wealth goals. And then I set personal goals, whatever's like personal for me. So I've got this five-year vision, and then I've got this six-month vision, and I follow the same process. So what I do every single day is I recorded a video of myself reading all of my goals already accomplished to myself. And so it would sound something like this. It'd be like, I'm a strong and powerful leader. I am a visionary that leads a team of 5,000 clients on a day-to-day basis. I am impacting the world everywhere. My voice is recognized across the planet. I'm impacting hundreds of thousands of people on social media every single day with my videos, my voice, my message, and my powerful presence in my relationships. And then I go into my relationships. So I've got a four minute long video that I listen to once a week. That's my five-year vision. 
And I've got a two minute long video that I listen to every single day. That's my six month vision. All of my goals already accomplished. $10 million in 2022, 1500 active paying clients, 150 students in the mastermind, traveling around the world, 35,000 Instagram followers, all these goals that I have for the next six months. And every single day I listen to this video to start my day. So I do a 15 minute meditation in the morning. And then I listen to this video so that I can always remind myself of what the finish line looks like. This gives me a sense of clarity, passion, and purpose because I don't want to be the dude that starts but never finishes. And so every single day, it's like when you think about a goal that's that abstract, like, you know, right now we're making about $8 million a year. So to make 10 million, there's a little bit of a stretch and it can seem like a daunting task. But the way that I even got to 8 million from like, I was making, I used to make like $500,000 a year and then a million and then 2 million, then 5 million. Now it's eight. The way that I got there is I always had the vision and every single day, it's like other people might not see it, but I'm taking one small step towards my vision every day. Yeah. One small step every day. And so the way that we start learning how to finish instead of just start is we know where we want to go. And then we start heading that direction and we do it every single day. There's a song, I forget what it's called. It said, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. Wow. If you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. And so if you want to finish, you need to know where you want to go before you can even, before you'll ever finish. So good. You just walked through, there's a, an action framework that I talk about on how to shift your identity. And you literally just step-by-step walked through that, just using different verbiage of first, I've got to see the person to visualize I have to mm. see where I'm going without a vision. People perish. If I don't have direction, I don't know where I'm going. You know, all the things you said, I got to mm. see them first. Then you talked about speaking it out and hearing that and using that, like your words to speak that life and to speak that over yourself, those affirmations. So visualize, vocalize. Third, you mm. talked about every day or every week I'm taking an action that leads me towards that, or I'm getting a little bit better. So I, I call that visualize, vocalize, vote, or every action I take is a vote for that person. First mm. I'm coming. The last one I say is vicinity, or you have to surround yourself with people that are already embodying that to begin to adopt that characteristic. One question I have is, Mm. how has the people around you affected this finishing mentality for you? Has it changed everything? Does it hold you accountable to it? Are you a lone wolf? Like, How does that embodiment of other people around you affecting your ability to finish? That's such a beautiful question. I love that question. And I think it's it's, there's two sides to the, the sword. Side number one to the sword is when you first start the journey, You got to understand that, let's say you go to the mirror, you look at yourself and you're like, I'm overweight. I'm not fucking happy. I need to change my life, right? If you look at yourself in the mirror and you honestly think that, it's likely that the people around you are supporting that. Meaning, you guys are going out to the bar, you're drinking, ordering fast food, nobody in the house is cooking, we're like getting the most convenient thing, we likely aren't going to the gym. Your environment supports your current character. And that's just the truth. We become the results of the people that we spend the most time with. Uh That is a fact. And I don't think anybody can escape that. I also think like nobody can escape that. That's how babies learn Chinese. Like if you're born in China and you're a baby, you learn Chinese and you're born in Canada. Even if you're a Chinese baby, you learn English. That's the human nature. That's how it works. However, I do think that as you start to develop a sense of your own power Mm -hmm. and you start to realize if I make a different decision, I could become a different person. Like that's where you start getting guided by your own internal vision, right? Like you said, like without a vision, you perish. Like once you know, like I have the power to change my life, then you start looking internally for the answers instead of externally. This is where your environment can start to negatively impact you though. It's because if you start looking internally for the answers instead of externally and you look internally, Cole, and you're like, I want to change my life. You know, I want to lose 30 pounds. I want to get in shape. I want to, you know, make more money. I want to be a better husband. I start looking internally and I start telling myself these things. And then I go tell my best friend, hey man, like I'm thinking about hiring this fitness coach because 
I really want to lose the 30 pounds. And I'm like serious about it this time. Like I need some help. And he's like, you don't need a fucking fitness coach, bro. Just like put down the cookies, dog. You're having a beer right now. Stop drinking beer and you'll lose the weight yourself. You don't need a fitness coach. You're fine. You're good. Relax, chill. Right. And now I had this instinct. I had this intuition. And now I let other people's opinion about my life affect my own power. And that's where it can come into play. And that's where it can be dangerous. And so you asked me the question and I want to answer it. You said, how does your environment impact your ability to stay on course with your own vision? I don't allow it to because the people that I have around me, like my closest circle, it are all people that are like, they not only cheer me on, but they call me out. Like Cole came in the podcast last week. And if you guys listen to the Cole podcast, you know that Cole doesn't, he doesn't sugarcoat anything. So, so if I'm acting out of alignment, he will call me on it and he's not afraid to do so. Like he will call me into the highest level man that I could possibly be. If I have a goal or a direction that I want to head in and I'm certain on it, he is 100% on my team and he doesn't question it. He's like, how can I support you? What do you need? Like, I got your back. And so for me, I've cut out anybody that doesn't align with that. Like I cut, like I'll be transparent on this podcast. Like I don't have a really good relationship with a lot of members of my family because a lot of members of my family never made the decision to change your life. They never made the decision to lose the weight. They never made the decision to take control of their financial situation. They never made the decision to move out of the trailer park. And they also never came to the realization that they could do that for themselves. And they refuse to look at any other way of life other than it's so hard, the government's against me. And I like, I have it so hard. And so I don't personally talk to them every single day because I don't allow that to get in the the way of the vision that I have for me and my family and my daughter and my wife. I'm like, I'm not going to allow that to impact the level of change that I can bring to this planet. And so I don't let my environment impact me. And if I have somebody that comes into my life, that's displaying character traits of somebody who's like a friend of me, somebody who will cheer you on to your face, but then talk shit behind your back or somebody that will, you'll tell them your goals and they'll, they won't be excited for you. And you can feel the resentment building up. Like I cut them out because I don't allow my environment to impact me. That is so good. I think I tell this story a lot for, you know, for the, the health or fitness example is when I spend time with like, Know, people I grew up with or even some family members and I'm by far the the best shaped person in the room. They're like, bro, just eat the cookie. Like you already look amazing. Why is it such a big deal? Versus when I'm around like Aaron, my business partner, guys like you, you know, some other close friends I have, if I've committed to a certain goal and I go to grab the cookie, they're like, what are you doing? Like mm. you just told me this is the type of person you wanted to be. That's mm-hmm. not an alignment. And so I love that you said that you don't allow it because you remove anyone that's going to pull that down. Like you, you remove anybody that's going to pull you out of that alignment. Uh, yeah. The only people that are there are the ones that are going to keep you into that person you said you'd be. And, and let's talk about that, Cole, because I love that you said that because those friends, the ones that will call you out and be like, put the cookie down. Like you fucking just told me you wanted to get shredded for summer. Those friends are uncomfortable to be around. And that's why most people don't have them. Yeah. Because it's like, so for me, this is the truth about transformation. And this is the hard truth. This is why most people never finish. If you want to transform your life, you literally need to change who you are. You need to change how you act. You need to change how you approach your mindset. You need to change how you approach yourself on a day-to-day basis. You need to change your approach to social media. You need to change how you dress, how you look, how you feel. Like You literally need to change who you are. Mm. And that process is very uncomfortable. Like You think about the caterpillar that turns into the butterfly. I don't imagine that they're just like, oh, this feels so great. Like It's like, oh my God, I love shedding my skin and growing wings. Like that process, I don't imagine, is painless, but it's also beautiful because, yeah. you know, turn, you like emerge and you become the person that you were meant to become. So many people quit when it gets hard yeah. because they're on the journey. They started, they're losing weight. Everything's great. I'm so happy. And then they get 10 pounds down and then they get railroaded or sidetracked. They go camping yeah. or 
their friends invite them out, they get wasted, whatever it is, they get sidetracked. And then it gets, it's like hard to get back in the game, right? It's like, it's challenging. It gets difficult. And then one of their friends or their coach, like you might call them out and be like, Hey man, like you told me you wanted to lose 20 pounds, you know, we're 10 pounds down. You just went out and got wasted on the weekend. Like get back in the game. What are we doing? Let's get back at it. That's uncomfortable. Uh-huh. That's very uncomfortable because you need to look at yourself in the mirror, accept responsibility, being like, I fucked up and I need to be better. Yeah, but most yeah. people, a lot of people don't have that. They're not willing to do that. And so instead of doing that, they pull away from the environment. I need to back out of the coaching program. You know, I need to back out. You know, this isn't for me. It's, you know, challenging. It's uncomfortable. It's hard. Yeah. That's just like, that is, I'm going to call it what it is, is a sign of weakness. Uh-huh. And you're allowing your old habits, identity, behavior, to come in and self-sabotage you and prevent you from becoming the person you're meant to become. And that's why a lot of people never finish because it's uncomfortable. Because when you actually have friends that care about your goals and want you to succeed, like me and my wife have this type of relationship, bro. Like now that I'm prepping for a fitness competition, I even think about eating anything off my prep. She's like, hey, Uh -uh. hello. And I'm like, I'm so annoyed. I get so mad. And then afterwards, I'm like, okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because I have goals, I have ambitions, and I'm heading in a direction. I ref- like. Yeah. I want people around me that are willing to call me into that higher level version yeah. of myself, even when it's uncomfortable. Mm. Yeah. If you don't have people around you that are causing you to be uncomfortable, then you have the wrong people around you. If it's all mm-hmm. people that agree with you and say you're doing amazing all the time, but aren't challenging you, that's not real love. Like I think, mm. like you said earlier, if you loved yourself enough, you wouldn't allowed yourself to to stay as an addict and stay those things. Like it's, you know, I think what you said of you shouldn't love yourself the way you are. I think you should love yourself, but like if you truly love yourself, you won't allow yourself to stay the same. I think it's the same thing for relationships is Mm. if people truly love me, they're not going to allow me to not be the best version of me. And that takes tough conversations and uncomfortability. Yeah. And I love that you said that. I agree because I think a lot of people are like, yes, men. Mm -hmm. Yes, men. Oh yeah, that's cool. I agree with you. Yes, yes. And they say yes, because I think that they're, and that again, this is, this comes down to personal development, you guys. Like if you're, around people that aren't willing to call you out it's like it's not because they're they hate you it's like they're afraid of losing the relationship with you and they're letting you down there's like they've got their own insecurities and so like that's a challenging part but it's also like people always ask i don't know people ask you this cole they're like how do i get higher level friends right my friends don't support my goals how do i get higher level friends how do i get people that like you know that will like cheer me on and help me out you become a higher level person yep that's the answer that you become a higher level person And then when you become a higher level person, you start surrounding yourself with other people that have higher level beliefs. And then these people with higher level beliefs will start to call you out on your stuff when you get inconsistent, when you fall off track. And this is like, when you first start out, you guys like, like you got to pay to be in the room, man. Like when I first started out as an entrepreneur, I had no skills, zero. I had nothing to bring to the table. I wasn't good on podcasts. I wasn't good on live stream. I wasn't a good communicator. I was insecure. I was unconfident. I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I had no direction, no purpose, no philosophy on life that I could share. Like I had nothing. And so I paid to be in the room. I went to personal development seminars so that I could develop myself and develop my confidence and develop my character. And the more that I paid to be in the room, the more that I started to become a person of value. And then when I became a person of value, now I can give more value. And now because I can give more value, my social circle leveled up. And as a result, like all of us started contributing and giving value to each other. And then when you look from the outside, looking in at PT Dom now, like you see the mastermind coaches, it's like we've got me, Don, Natasha, Janelle, like, so we've got like a powerhouse team, but it's because like I became a person of value first and I paid to be in the room in order to do that. Right. So good. I love it. Yeah. I think it's the same for me that the 
transformation I've seen from going from a pastor making $30,000 a year to you know running a multi-million dollar coaching business now and getting to travel and speak across the world for crowds of over 30,000, like wild stuff has happened because one, I've gone through this process we're talking about of changing who I am, but also because I've put myself around those people and it started off having to invest way more money than I had to be able to, like, if you want to close that gap, get around those people faster. And for me, that meant spending more money than I had to up-level really quick. Because I know that if mm. I'm around those people, I'm competitive, one, but two, I am an adopter and I'm going to just adopt what they're doing and match it. And, yeah. and so if you're like me and you're extremely competitive and you're listening to this, like one of the fastest ways to accelerate your growth outside of the personal development we're talking about is pay to get in the room with people mm. that are way ahead of you. I remember the first time I joined an actual mastermind, like I'd hired some coaching programs, but I paid $100,000 for a year to be in this mastermind. And my business was doing like, 20 grand a month, 30 grand a month that time. And I'm like, this is, this is pretty spicy for where I'm at. <laughs> but I got in a room of people that like one of the guys in the room had a hundred exits. He sold his last company for $880 million. And I'm like, dude, if I can just sit in a room with this person, it's going to change my life. And so I don't care what I have to pay. And because of that, like my life dramatically changed during that period. And so being willing to invest in more than is what a comfortable to get you in a place around those people is life-changing. I think it's so powerful. And one more thing where I just want to say on that, because I want to echo that is like, yeah. you got to get your ego out of the way because yeah. anybody listening to this is like, oh, I got to pay to be around people. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you fucking do. Absolutely. Uh -huh. Everybody here likes Tony Robbins. Guess what? Tony Robbins has seminars. Yeah. Everybody yeah. here likes Eric Thomas. Guess what? Free. Eric Thomas has seminars. Like, yes, you pay to be in the room because I want to accelerate my growth. And I like, you don't get a badge of honor for figuring it out on your own. Like nobody toots, toots their trumpets. Uh -huh. Last thing I want to say, regarding, because I want to talk about finishing and I want to give your audience value. And I feel like we're almost done. Yeah. What have we talked about so far? Give me a quick recap because I know you're yeah. taking that. So we have talked about what it looks like to get started. So making sure yeah. that the the pain you feel in this current situation by looking into the future of not staying the same has to be yeah. big enough to make you change. And then second, yeah. to actually begin to finish, you have to change your character or identity to the person that this is what I do. And I embody those traits and I see it and I speak it and I yeah. vote towards that. And so we've talked about the starting and what it looks like to finish. And then we've yeah. really gone into the, you know, the who you surround yourself is the, the way to hold that glue together. Yeah. Yes. One more thing I want to say about finishing, and this is so important to get started. We've got the, you need to change your, stop talking about it and start doing it. Yeah. You need to change your character, surround yourself with higher level people, have a vision. Yeah. Last thing I want to say about this is like, you need to be like obnoxiously consistent. Like you need to be absolutely like ridiculously consistent. You need to be so consistent that people literally think you're a nut job. Like that to me is what it takes to get to the next level and to really like achieve everything you've ever set your mind to. Because yeah. I think that most people know what it takes to be consistent, but I'm talking about like obnoxiously consistent. So I talked on this podcast about how when I was a drug addict, in order for me to overcome my drug addiction, what I did is I made a commitment and this was like a 12 week time period. I was at a summer camp. I moved away from everybody, moved into the middle of a forest. It was a summer camp and I was a cleaner. So I scrubbed toilets for eight hours a day and I made a commitment that in order for me to get over my addiction, I was going to go for a run every single day, like a 1.5 kilometer run around a lake. And so like my goal is to run faster and faster every week until eventually I was doing five laps around the lake in under 25 minutes around like the middle of the summer. So this to me started over, like it just like gave me something to feel progress on and it helped me overcome my addiction. I remember there was one day and it was like week three. And I'd committed to going for a run every single day. And I never missed ever. I never, ever, ever missed no matter what. Yeah. I remember there was this thunderstorm and it was so bad outside that as soon as you walk outside, it's like you were getting like, you were getting like buckets of water dumped on you. 
so bad that like a summer camp that had like tents and teepees, everybody was in the main mess hall. There was like 400 people in the main mess hall playing board games because you couldn't be outside because it was like a torrential downpour. And I remember in that moment looking outside and this is when I was like overcoming my addiction. I had to make a decision on what type of person I was going to be. I was like, well, I'm done work. And I said every day uh-huh. and I'm looking out at this like thunderstorm. That's like, it was, it felt like a tsunami. It was yeah. disgusting. It was like so bad. And everyone was hiding inside. Sure. And I remember I was like, I'm not going to do that. I was like, I'm going to fucking do what I said I was going to yeah. do. And I put my running shoes on. I put my headphones on. I put my hood on. I put a garbage bag over my body uh-huh. and I ran and I ran and I ran for 30 minutes. And I remember the first minute I ran outside, I was like the head to toe, just like drip, like lightning, thunder, disgusting. And I remember running around that lake and I was hysterically laughing because yeah. everybody else was hiding in the hall uh-huh. and I was out here doing what I said I was going to do. I'm like, no matter what, like that level of consistency, like I'm like willing to run into a storm to do what I said I was going to do. And that mentality has carried me through the last like 10 years, bro. Like I've, I've never stopped with that mentality. In the last three years, I've recorded 910 podcast episodes for the Change I Make Money on the Training podcast. I did that for three years, five podcast episodes every single week at 10 a.m. PST every single day for three years straight. Never missed. Wow. That level of consistency is what built Pete's domination because people started to realize like, oh, I can trust this dude, right? And if there's like, if this guy can show up for this podcast on this level, like he can definitely show up for me and my business. Sure. The same thing with my pod. I've been posting two to three times a day, every single day for the last 365 days on this Instagram, The Real Brian Mark. And we've grown to 30,000 followers in a year and a half because I post two to three times every single day. Like that level of consistency is what it takes to get success. Mm -hmm. So like you need to be so consistent that people literally think you're a nut job. If you want to separate yourself and you want to be elite and you want to get in the habit of finishing. It's incredible. I love it. I've got two final questions and then we'll wrap up. I want to make sure they have a, an option to connect with you and learn more about you and follow you because you're so motivational and and inspirational. I talk a lot about kind of in the, the same frame as this, that the, difference between information becoming transformation is action. Like this mm-hmm. podcast for someone listening could just be a bunch of really good, feel good information. I listened to Tony Robbins talk. I got inspired and motivated and they go do nothing about it. If they truly wanted to be transformation, they've got to take action. So I'd love for you to give an action item for two different categories. The people who haven't gotten started, what's one action they take now. And the people that have gotten started, but are teetering and feel like they're about to quit or find themselves consistently starting and stopping. What is one action item you would say, go do this today, get started again? I love it. If you haven't gotten started, your action item is to reach out to the mentor that you've been thinking about reaching out to. Mm. That's your action item. If you haven't gotten started and you've been thinking about hiring a mentor, your action item is to reach out to that mentor and be like, hey, I've been thinking about hiring you for a while and I haven't taken the action. And today that changes. I'm starting today. If you haven't gotten started, that's the action item. Love it. If you have gotten started, and you're in the habit of starting, but not actually finishing, your action item is to take out your notes. So go into your computer, go into Google Docs or your iPhone, whatever it is, health, wealth, relationships, and personal. I want you to write down three bullet points for each category that you'd want to have accomplished in the next 12 months. So health, write down three outcomes that you'd like to accomplish. And you can write down outcomes. You can be like, I want to be 185 pounds shredded. And you could also write down character traits. Like I am a strong and powerful athlete. I am a lean and mobile athlete, whatever your health outcomes are. So do that for health, wealth, relationships, and personal. Once you're done all those bullet points, if you actually care about your success, write a letter to yourself describing those bullet points one at a time for your health. Be like, write them as if they're already accomplished. So like, I'm so grateful. So it's, it's Tuesday, May 23rd, 2024. 
And I'm so grateful for my level of commitment to my health. I am like, for the last 12 months, I went all in and I'm 195 pounds. I'm in the best shape of my life. I feel absolutely incredible. Everywhere I walk, people notice my physique because I put in an insane amount of work and it's impressive. And then you read these like goals to yourself as if they're already accomplished. Do that one thing. And then if you want to take it to the next level, start listening to that every single day when you start your day. And if you actually do that, you're going to DM me in 12 months and your life is going to be in a completely different place. Powerful. So good. Now the value for you guys is in you taking action in that. Again, that can be information for you or the action is what will lead to transformation. The last question, and then we'll wrap up, is you're someone that who takes your fitness very seriously. Your health is important to you. You work out consistently. I see it. You talk about nutrition. How does that affect the other areas of your life? We talk about how fitness is the foundation that allows you to grow in every other area because you show up differently. How have you found that to be evident in your life? It's a great question. I'm going to talk about what it feels like to be unhealthy. What it feels like to be unhealthy is when I, you know, I'm not tracking my food and I'm ordering skip the dishes four times a week. And I look at myself in the mirror and I like put a shirt on that I used to love and I see my belly hanging out and I see like my man boobs sticking out and I go to the gym consistently, but I'm not tracking my nutrition. And like every time I go to the gym, I feel like I'm just doing the same shit and I don't look any different and nothing is changing. And I feel like I'm wasting my fucking time. So I like cut my workout short. Then I go home and I feel like shit. And I'm like pulling my shirt off my body on a regular basis because I'm trying to like hide my fat. That is why yeah. I hate that feeling. Yeah. I literally hate it. I despise it more than anything. Like if it's sunny out, I want to take my shirt off and hang out by the pool with my hot ass wife. That's what I want. Yeah. And I don't want to like look at my hot ass wife out there by my pool and right. be like, cool, I'm just going to fucking hide inside because I hate the way that I look. So mm-hmm. that's why I do it is like, the pain associated with being unhealthy is like, it's so painful for me yeah. to think about that, that like there is no other option other than to be healthy, period. I love it. Brian, you're amazing. Any final words of encouragement? One last encouragement for people before we wrap up. Guys, if you're listening to Cole Taylor, you're in the right place. That's what I'm going to say. This man asked the right questions. You're a great host, great interviewer, and you're also a great person. So if you're listening to Cole Taylor, you're in the right place. You're the man, brother. Love you. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did, and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information, and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.